Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Talk Tuesday. Super excited to have our guest, Shy. She is my ween sister. She is the TV host with the most. She is the bomb. And I can't wait for you to hear about her journey and her story. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Uh, we're going to be talking about career path. We're going to be talking about tips and motivators. We can talk, we're going to talk about everything. And you guys are just uh, you're about to watch something phenomenal happen. I love Shia's energy. I love her passion. I love her grit. I love her grind. I love it all. I also would be remiss if I didn't say that this episode is being sponsored by Affirmed Armor. We are rocking the Affirmed Armor newly uh, dropped merch. And so if you guys are interested in purchasing, uh, you can find it at affirmedarmor.com as well as um, you can follow them at Affirmed Armor on Instagram. Uh, Shy is with us, so we're going to get started. Um, and just to let you know that all May, the month of May, we are doing a 10% off for Affirmed Armor. So um, check out the website for that. It is a coupon code MAY143. Hello, my darling. Hey, girl. How are you? Good, hey, y'all. Shy's in the building. Yes, yes, yes. So you're one of you're one of my favorite people because your posts oh. on Instagram are always so inspirational. You my are heart. just so hungry, and not in a way that's like um, that. That is, you know, some. It's it's not in a negative way, right? The positivity that comes through everything that you do is so amazing. And so thank you, Rash, for um pinning that. And so I'm excited to talk to you and see how we got here. How did we get here? Yay. <laughs> okay, so Shy my love, if you could please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do uh currently for work. My name is Shy. I I drop beats. It's like no, no, I don't. But um, yeah, my name is Shai. I'm from Jersey, and um, I just talk. I talk about everything. Whatever somebody tells me to talk about, I talk. If I'm passionate and knowledgeable about the topic, then I talk about it. I commentate on different networks. Somebody's going to ask me to speak. I speak on it, speak on different panels. And yeah, that's literally what I do. I just talk all day long, y'all. For real. But that's and then when I'm done talking, like I get on the phone and talk. So I, I'm trying to tell y'all, I literally talk all day long. I talk for a living. Get into it. Okay, so uh, when you were a little girl shy, what did you want to yes. be? Um, and what was sort of like the motivating factor behind that? When I was a little girl, I wanted to be the president of the United States of America. Um, yeah, I've always like dreamed, dreamed very, very big. Um, I think the motivation was because I felt like that's the highest rank in this country. And I'm like, yo, like if I'm going to be anything, I got to be number one. I think that's that's how my mind is so like i just wanted to be like the president and not only that i wanted to help people like mm -hmm. i just wanted to help make change for my people so for a very long time that stayed my goal though like that didn't like that goal didn't change until like maybe a year after i graduated college so like even like when i went to school yeah and i was dealing like heavy in politics and stuff i still wanted to be the president of the united states of america and technically I still could be the president of the United States of I was, America. I was going to say, actually, technically, it's, it could still be a thing. 
So Shai, you just explained to us that you wanted to be the president of the United States of America. You wanted to help people and you were just looking for the most executive and top rank of what it could be. And that's what we were striving for up until uh, college, you said. Um, but yeah. I want to know before, um, before that, or I guess maybe when you were, besides helping people, um, because I know that's a level of, of, of success for some people. What did you think success was um, when you were younger and like when you when you thought like you wanted to be the president? Um, when I was younger, I don't even think I thought about success. Actually, I didn't. That wasn't a definition for me. And now that I'm thinking about it or now that we're like engaging in this dialogue mm -hmm. and I'm unraveling that, I think I want to adopt that mentality. It was never... What can I do to be successful? It is, what is my purpose? Mm -hmm. And what do I love doing? And let me just do that. So mm -hmm. I think that um, even being younger, I accomplished so much just because it was never about, are you going to be able to reach this goal? It was just literally doing what I love to do. You know, I love being an advocate. I love debating. That's just something <laughs> my friends will tell you. I love debating, but I love being an advocate and being a voice for um the impoverished or mm -hmm. people who just didn't have a voice mm -hmm. um yeah so it was never i never looked at it as a child like well i'm gonna do this this that and the third and then i'm gonna be big and then i'm gonna make this amount of money i never did it like that i just was like what is what drives you and what can you do without any effort and honestly it was being people's advocate and going to war and going to bat for people like to this day let me tell y'all to this day people in high school will message me be like yo remember that time somebody's trying to bully me in school and you went around and you try to fight and i was just like why would I, why was i like that i don't know but like you know i've always been kind of like that advocate for people who just couldn't mm -hmm. speak for themselves so that's where i just wanted to be the president because i just wanted to help the people i wanted to be for the people I love that. Um, and, it, and it shows in the work that you do today, right? Because, you know, a part of being for the people or um, being an advocate is speaking and talking. And that's what you say you do. We talking. We getting this we getting this information out to the people. Um, OK, so along your journey, you you know, you said that you still were very much so um, in alignment or trying to get to be the president of the United States. Um, what was, um, what was, what did that look like? Were you poli sci major or like, how did you, how mm -hmm. were you preparing so for I, that? Yeah, I double majored in criminal justice and political science. And then um, six months, well, within the six months after graduating, I worked for Senator uh, Cooper um, in Delaware, just doing like his canvassing work and just getting people out to vote, you know, the whole politics mm -hmm. debate. But what was crazy was at the time I was like going to work. Like, no, mind you, no. I lived in Jersey, but Senator Cooper, it was in Delaware. So I had to drive to Delaware every day. I had to wake up like three in the morning, get there by 5 a.m., do all of this work. I didn't get done until like 7 p.m. So I wouldn't get home until about like 8, 9. And at the time I had a Planet, Planet Fitness membership. So then I would go to the gym. So then I would like, my day will be over maybe like 11 p.m. And I just remember thinking, not only was I frustrated, mm -hmm. I was just like, there's something missing here in my passion. Like my passion starts to fade. Um, I started seeing like how politics was corrupt. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when I got into it, it was kind of like, yo, my allegiance is black. Yo, I'm really for the people, by the people, you know what I'm saying? Do anything to get to see my people win. So okay. when I felt like it was starting to get corrupt, I was just like, oh, nah, they're going to assassinate me like I'm Malcolm X. And one thing about me is I don't really back down from war, like anything. So it's hard for me to shut up. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like something's right, you know what I'm saying? That's what I feel. And and, and it's hard for me to stop. And I, I knew that that would become a problem. Um, would I say I stopped being in politics out of fear? Maybe. Fear may have been the motive because I also felt like I was like, yo, this thing is bigger than what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? I've always aspired to like change the world. So I was just like, oh, no, this is the reason why they say you got to live and you got to die by this. And I was just like, I'm 21. You know what I'm saying? I work extremely hard. I'm not ready to die for this. So then I just remember coming out and saying, like, okay, how else can you make a change but still be happy about the change that you're going to make? And I was just like, well, you've always been entertaining, and all you do is talk. That's where the whole talk show thing came about. So. Okay. So how did you – okay, so – I've got 50 questions at once because I'm so captivated. Okay. I'm like, Go ahead, shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. <laughs> okay, so when you decided that politics wasn't your thing and you said, all right, entertainment, hosting, um, TV personality, right? Like, how did you, so you, you made that decision, but how did you transition into it, like, mentally? And then how did you transition into, like, getting a job, right? Or, like, starting to get yourself into the industry? Well, you know what I'm saying? First, praise the most high. Um, I always give credit to God because it's the foundation that I stand on as to why I had courage to just shift. Like when I tell you, literally, I had the conversation with myself on a Monday and I was done on a Tuesday. Girl. That was okay. just it. So you know, I shout out to God because I've always felt like, you know, we know the scripture. There is a. Uh, um, uh, uh, I can do all things that through Christ who strengthens us. Like, I really believe that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So at that moment, I was just like, well, God was like, well, this is what, you know, the area you want to be in. And this is what I know you can do. So let's just do it. So then maybe within a week, um, I took my little $1,000 and I was just like, well, I don't really know. I'm not in the entertainment industry. I didn't go to school for this. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, God, how am I about to do this? He was just like, well, Atlanta is popping. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta's moving, and you know what I'm saying? And it's your people, and you love your people. Right, so right, right. You can make it work, and that's literally what I did. Within a week, um, I took my little $1,000, and I was out. Bam, I, I drove to Atlanta. Um, I didn't have no job. You know what I'm saying? I had a couple – I have a family. My dad has some cousins down there. Okay. Um but that, I mean, is because I'm really independent, very self-sufficient. So, like, I took my money and was, like, living in a hotel. and was just like, yo, you got, like, you have to make a move because if you can't stay in these hotels, then you got to go back home. And I don't like the smell of failure. I hate right, it. Right, right, right. I hate it. So, um, so when I got to Atlanta, I was doing, like, mind you, this would have been, quote, unquote, what people would say is beneath you. And this is, like, a message that I would say to everyone out there. You got to sacrifice for things that you want. Um, you're not too good for anything. So I, I remember me taking a little call, a telemarketing job to put money in my pocket. Definitely paid like $12 an hour. But mind you, I just got done working with the go- the, the freaking government. You know what I'm saying? I have a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. and I'm making a lot of money. Mind you, I didn't have any kids. So and you know what I'm saying? So all that money was going to me yes 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 (laughs) me um so i remember me like saying like ew like i don't i don't know if i can 
settle for this type of job? Like, what is this going to do for me? But then I looked and I was just like, well, this is your passion. This is what you want to do. Unfortunately, you don't come from a, a stream of wealth or you don't have no financial backing. So you're going to have to do this. So that's what I did. So I took the telemarketing job and in my meantime, I was researching and I was researching. Um, and this is how I got into the entertainment industry. I was just researching. Okay. I was just like, I don't know what to do, but the one thing I will honestly say, I am freaking crazy. Like all I said to myself was like, well, I don't know how to do this. So all I need, I need it. I need to touch the goats. So I remember like, well, who's the goats of Atlanta? Tyler Perry. <laughs> Figure out how to get to Tyler Perry. Literally. So I was just like, yeah, like that's how extreme I am. And this is a, this can be a, what people call a little bit risky and dangerous. But when you really want something, you got to be willing to do any and everything. You know what I'm saying? Your risk got to be very like it has to be great and a lot of people don't understand that people just feel like they're always going to be in a comfortable state of mind and they're going to be able to get to where they get to no chasing a dream is uncomfortable goals are uncomfortable and you gotta be able to be okay with being uncomfortable yeah. so i was just like yeah so i i remember um i was like um i was applying to love thy neighbor they don't shoot that show anymore but the set was so small it was like mm -hmm. they only need like six background but um in atlanta which is the reason why i love atlanta so much it's not as politicky like mm -hmm. los angeles so like okay. they were just like yeah send a selfie and then we approve or whatever so i sent the selfie they approved yo when i tell y'all i was in a i was in atlanta for like two weeks and this joint happened i thought i made it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> You I thought I made it so, because you know, I was like, "Yo, you just literally switched your career." That's like, praise to the Most High. You just switched your career and you just ended up on set. Now, me understanding the entertainment business, not saying it's not big. It was big for me at the time, but you know, I was crazy. But, um, but yeah, so you know, and it was history after that. You know what I'm saying? I got on set. I would never forget this, and I cannot wait to have Tyler Perry on my talk show one day. It's no, coming. seriously, because he don't understand what he did for me that day. I just remember me being on set. Um, it was a small set, and you know, this I'm chasing a dream now. And I remember sitting down, and he had his main actors and actresses in the front, and he stopped the entire set and was just like, "You, mind you." I'm like, "Who is he? He's talking to me?" Because you, you know, normally that's not how set works. But okay. yeah, he came. Okay. He was like, "Yeah, what's your name?" And I told him my name, and he just pulled me from the back to the front, and he told me to just stand in the front with his actors and actresses. Nothing ever came from that situation. I didn't. Ever, I wasn't signed. I didn't get no deal. But for me personally, and this is why I said I would thank him, is because in that moment I knew, like that was God's confirmation. Mm -hmm. God just used Tyler Perry for his confirmation for me that look. You don't have to have, you know, the credentials. You ain't got to have the experience. When I say you are called for something, that's what I mean. So it's funny because I went in there not talking, not saying nothing. And this goat, you know what I'm saying, recognized who I was and then literally took me from the back to the front. So for me, that was just symbolic of God. Like, yo, when you walk into rooms, you don't got to talk. I got you. So Baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We, we gotta let that air out a little bit, honey. We gotta let that air. Yeah, out. I keep that in my mind. It's it's it, it, it's it's what, and I knew right then I was just like, yeah, we gonna do this, and we we gonna take it to the top. Love every bit of that story, right? So I, woof, <laughs> like I can't. Yes, girl. <laughs> I, I, it literally gave me chills. Like I, 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 I. Okay, so that is that is amazing and then also you did weed while you were in atlanta too am i right absolutely so like within like two years of me being 
in ATL, you know, working, doing the set thing. Because before I started doing the talking thing heavy, I was really like acting on set. Um, and that was just my way of shaking hands with people in the entertainment industry. That's all I knew. Um, and then I auditioned for Ween because they were like, well, we're looking for the next. When I auditioned, it was a reality show, to be honest. So they were like, we're looking for the next woman in the entertainment industry. So who wants to be the next woman with her own show? It was some casting like that. And I was just like, that's me. And uh, to be completely honest, what was crazy about this story, all my stories are crazy. But so I was running late. I don't know why. I think I was arguing with my ex or something. It was something crazy. And one thing about me is I hate being, people don't know, when it's audition time, I'm usually at auditions maybe three hours in advance because I got to sit down. I got to scope the scenery. Like, I, I, I got a strategy going on. But at the time, I was late. And I felt like I was like, yo, you late. And I was like, yo, that I, I'm all big about, like, reputation and how yeah, people feel about sure. it. You know what for I'm sure. saying? I was just like, I was, I was embarrassed. I was like, you can't walk in there late. I was humil like I was like, yo, this is. I was like, no, like if people gonna know me for anything, it's gonna be being on time, not being late and lackluster. Me, no, never. But you know, you know what I'm saying, my little whomever at the time. Um, I'm not gonna lie, he was just like, do you want this or not? And I was just like, yeah, you're right. I gotta swallow my pride and get out of. You know, sometimes your ego and your pride can get in the way. And I was just like, you know what? I just gotta go. If I'm late, I'm late. I, I gotta stand in it. But they gotta know, like. That don't nobody want to show more than me. Mm -hmm. Not over here, you won't find right. it. So I remember going up there, and and then when I get there, because we they didn't tell us what type of show it was. So I'm thinking like this is like some love and hip hop. And I was just like, okay, this is definitely not my brand. I don't give a frick about that. You know what I'm saying? But then Lauren Lake comes out. You know, and that's how she became my mentor. Um, but that day, even like auditioning for Ween, um, and auditioning for that show. Um, you know, it was about two, three hundred. They went from three hundred to twelve girls. Mm -hmm. So for me being late and me counting myself out, but then counting myself back in, and then me being picked, um, I just know it was God. You know what I'm saying? And it's, these these are the things that people don't talk about. Like, yo, God's favor. God's favor is real because honestly, oh, yeah. I didn't do what I was supposed to do that day as far as preparing, being on time. But then God was just like, I don't. At this point, you're my child. So I'm going to make sure you still win. You know what I'm saying? So like, even though I was supposed to lose because of me, God was just like, yo, I'm going to make you win in this situation. So yeah, that's how I got into ween and end up winning. And yeah, man, and Lauren is Lauren Lake. I love her to death. That's my ace boom coon to this day. The best mentor I've ever had. I love that you share that because I have the same sort of Ween story. So in my, when, when they did it for my class, um, and for anyone who's listening, ween is the women in, in, Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network, um, and it is um, it was life is life changing for me. Um, but I also talked myself out of it. Now, originally it was for people who were uh, up to the age of twenty six, but I, you know, was putting buzzes in Valicia and Lauren's ear to make it thirty plus, right? And so they finally did it this year, and I literally waited until the last second to press send on my on my uh, application because I didn't think that I had a place in entertainment I didn't know what it looked like I just yeah. was like no 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 it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and so um I am I know like you shared that that was nothing but God nothing yeah. but God because it was the age it was uh being accepted it was all of all of the things. yeah girl because so, they never accepted anybody 
over 26 ever so you that was god you are god's child trust we well sisters we in this together hey um, okay so for so do you um do you have a definition of success um today yes absolutely um what, what is it it's walking in your purpose that is that is being successful when you are doing what God has told you to do, you are being successful. Um, and that and that and it don't matter what that looks like to other people. I understand in this fake world of social media, everybody's a CEO, everybody's a boss, everybody's making over 100K. You know, the talk. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Everybody can take vacations and go to Malibu every single day. You know what I'm saying? Riding around in Bentleys and Rolls Royce. But at the end of the day, if you're not walking in your purpose, you are unsuccessful. I don't care how much money you make. Okay. It's going to crash. You get what I'm saying? So, like, for me personally, if you want to go out in this world, and I don't care if you want to clean people's houses every day if your purpose if god said yo your purpose is to clean people's houses and that's what you're doing you are successful mm -hmm. and you know you have to be and i think like people people got to be okay with themselves like you gotta love you you have to be confident in yourself your success is not going to look like the next person's success you got to be okay with who god made you and a lot of times the problem is the reason why a lot of people are unhappy is because they're comparing them lives to other people that's not your journey that's not your purpose Everybody's trying to be the next. How are you going to be the next? You need to be you. Don't be the next. Be you. Um, and I think that once you get to that point where you're walking in your purpose, then you're going to be okay. It's funny because I had um, I was talking to my bro. Um, we did a, a a podcast together, and I had broke down in tears because for so long. I don't want to say I didn't. I never did the comparing thing. That's just not me. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm a Leah. We just don't do that. But what I would say is for so long, um, the fear of failing basically was holding me down because I felt so much pressure because I'm like, yo, I have to do this. Like, I, like, if I don't do it, no one else will. And I'm never going to be able to get to the other side. But when people will come to me and give me messages and say, like, look, I don't want to be emotional. In my, later, in my later days, I keep crying. I don't know, I don't know why I'm getting Listen, like that. Let it flow. Like, really? When people come to you and be like, yo, I ain't give up because of you. Or, yo, I remember when you did this and, and, then, and then you lost. Because there are things I lost in life. But then remember when you bounced back and you, and you kept your head up? I remember that. And that's the reason why I'm doing this. When people start coming to you and saying that or be like, yo, like, um, yeah, I sent my, you know how many older women come to me hey hey i like how you turned out you know i want to send my children to delaware state university too and it's just like when people start looking at that or or valuing you like that you have to ask god like dang like why do i have these platforms why do i do what i do if all glory goes back to you and i'm able to still do your work i am successful at this moment not the maiden moment i don't care if i ever get a talk show I don't care if that never happens. The simple fact that it matter that I was able to plant seeds in people and help them change the trajectory of their lives and their children's lives. You know, you know what I'm saying? It, it's that, that to me, is me walking in my purpose because I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It was always to, to be a voice for the next person or it was always to open up the door for other people. You know, sometimes you're not going to be able to pass the next person that job. I might not be able to give you a million, but if I can help you change your mindset mm -hmm. to know that you are powerful and now you're changing your children's mindset to me, mm -hmm. 
I'm in my purpose. I've already made it. I'm here. I've already made it. And it's priceless. You can't really, you can't put a value to that. You can't. You can't put a value to that. Um, that's so good, Shy. Um, and I think once people, if if people can, can get to that state and place in life, I feel like we would be in such a better space because it's not, it's not self-seeking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do think that it's important to be selfish at times, right? Protect your boundaries, protect your, sp your space, your peace. Um, but never, um, I don't think it's ever a good idea to withhold information or, you know. Absolutely not. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you, when, so when something got your name on it, I don't even care if you struggle to take a detour or you fall. That thing is going to come back around. When something has your name on it, people withholding information. This, this is these are things insecure people do, mm -hmm. not confident. It's the, literally the complete opposite of walking in your purpose. You can't even walk in your purpose because you don't know what's your purpose. Because if you did know your purpose, you will understand that even when I give you information, you can't have what's mine because it's mine. And I can have what's yours because it's yours. And that's that's just the power of the insecure, which a lot of people are around in this entertainment industry. And I will always tell people to be careful what energy and what fake prophecy you are adopting in this era of social media. Being selfish is not of God. It, you if you read and I don't know who's people's higher power or whatever, but I serve the guy Isaac and Jacob, as my mom would say. But anyway, <laughs> right. if you same look, here, at, if you look in the word, since everybody's so holy and spiritual, right? So I might as well talk that talk. If you look in the world, you can't find anywhere where God told you to be selfish. Ever. This little selfish thing, this little trendy selfish, oh be selfish, that's 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 not of God. He never actually he told us to be selfless. Selfless. To yeah. be given. To be, you know what I'm saying. So I, I'm, I'm never the type to withhold information, even in the realms of, of, of competition. You know what I'm saying? Like there, you could, because realistically, life is a competition. Just realistically, if there's one job and we have one position, you know, I don't care how many like kumbaya moments we want to have. There's only one position. Oh, Jackie Bill taught me that. Only one person can get the gold medal. So yes, you know what I'm saying. We might be competing for the same thing but ultimately you can't forget what your purpose is so i've never been that type. like i can share information with people because i know at the end of the day not only am i confident what i do and i work hard and when you're confident and you work hard you understand that if i didn't get that it wasn't because of the lack of me, my greatness it was because it wasn't met for me and, and i feel like when you adopt mm -hmm. that mentality you will understand that you don't got to be selfish with anything i love that um what is something that you have learned or you're still in the process of learning that you wish you had uh, learned sooner? Um, that this is a business mm. um, at the end of the day. And I think if you don't understand the business, you're going to find yourself on the outside looking in. And that's just to be completely honest. I'm such an unorthodox person. Um, I just do. I've always been that way. You know what I'm saying? I just do as my heart feels. And I try to be as authentic as possible. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a business. You got to understand the business if you want to thrive in it. And that's just a realistic, that's just, just, just reality um, mm -hmm. that I had to accept. So because I came in so unorthodox, I just told you, I just literally just drove to Atlanta and then I just, you know, I was interviewing in the streets and then I just was competing. So I, I didn't go the traditional route of mm -hmm. media or being in front of the camera at mm -hmm. all. 
So there were a lot of steps that I I missed along the way that I'm now trying to learn to make up for it. Um, You know what I'm saying? Because you got to you, you, you can't, you can't forget that this is a business um, and you can't forget that there are certain skill sets that you need to get to certain levels. It just is what it is. Um, but I'm a student of the game first. So one thing I know is, yo, we haven't got nothing but time. So I can I can constantly learn and, and make up for what I lack. But you got to that's another thing. You have to be a person that can look in the mirror and know your weaknesses. There's no way you can become stronger in what you're doing if you are afraid of yourself. Like you can't be afraid to look in the mirror and dig deep. Um, so that's something too that I think keeps me going in this industry. I'm I'm constantly trying to learn and I'm constantly looking at my weaknesses. I don't really need to look at my strengths. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's a strength, I'm already strong in it. I'm already strong in it. I can only get stronger. But things that I'm weak in, I want to make sure that I can make them my strength so that I can grow and be better. I think that's so dope. Um I love I love that you say that. Um, what is something that you thought was a strength, um, but it wasn't? That it wasn't one of your strengths, and you had to refine it, or you had to. That's a good question. <laughs> what did I think was a strength that was not? Girl, that's a really good question. Um. Or what's something that what is something that you um, continually have to work at? Um, to, to, to specifically, let's talk about um, hosting um, or um, interviewing or being a person, a TV personality. What's what's something that, um, like, if you had to give a tip to somebody who is um, looking to 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 be in this industry or to have that type of role, what would you? What's something that you would suggest that that they work on? Constantly being in the know. That is it. That is it. Constantly being in the know. You have to know what's going on. See, one thing about me is funny. I am the most sociable extrovert introvert, if that makes any sense. I don't care what you got going on in your house. I'm trying to make sure my house is straight. But when you're reporting on other people's houses, you gotta care. And I, I've noticed that I was just like, damn, you don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? You you might do a pop culture segment, and you, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Kardashians. I don't keep up with them. Why would I keep up with them? Yeah, but then when your job is falling, and they're like, you don't know this, and now because you don't know this, somebody else is gonna be able to speak in your spot that you were supposed yeah. to have. Then you'd be looking like, dang, all right, yeah. let me know. So now I, I had the hat of like all knowing in the entertainment industry because we hold the vessels, we hold the microphone. How, why would somebody want to listen to you and you don't know? Mm-hmm. There's no point for you to have a microphone. You don't know. Give the mic to somebody else who knows. So I think that's the toughest thing that I've had to struggle with just because in real, real life, I don't care. But because now it's my business to care, I got to care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, okay, so um, what are some other tips and motivators that you've used um, personally? I know your faith is very important to you, um, but beyond that, like, because um, you've also shared that there were times that you, you know, failed or you didn't get the um, the gig or you know the gig ended. Um, how how do you keep yourself motivated um, through those times? Um. It's very important, like you like you said, faith, it's very important to have a serious spiritual background. Mm-hmm. If it had not been for the God I serve, I would not be in front of y'all to this day. I tell this to people all the time. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times when people get used to you winning, um, they don't see you're, you falling. 
especially we don't really publicize when we're told no. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Once I'm told no, I don't even want to think about it again. Why I need to tell y'all that I just was told no? You know what I'm saying? And I to but what I'm saying to you is that um, it's very important for you to have a spiritual background. It's, it is my motivator. It's my number one motivator. To be completely honest, I don't need, I'm not the type of person where I need family screaming my name. I don't need y'all screaming my name. I, I'm grateful. My, I got my sisters. You know what I'm saying? I got my homeboys, my homegirls, my cousins, my family, everybody who's been supporting me from day one. I love y'all to death and I appreciate y'all, but I will let me be very clear here. My motivation comes from the Father. And if it's not, like, if it had not been for God, I would not be here because I wasn't dealt with the best cards. I just think I, I work with what I got. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just is what it is. So people tend to forget that sometimes, I think, when they look at me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she got it all together. People don't know. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I, I slipped in my carport. And, and when I tell this to people, I don't think they really understand. Like, when I, say, when I used to tell people, like, yo, I've been homeless before, I think people were thinking about, I don't know what happened. See, the devil. <laughs> but I think people thought like I was talking about like jumping from house to house. That's not what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. I was talking about literally sleeping in my car for over seven months at a time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I know that if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. And I, I'm able to look at those moments mm -hmm. and I won in those moments. I would walk mm -hmm. into rooms and be winning competitions while sleeping in my car. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to use that as my motivate my motivator to get to the next level. It is, you know what I'm saying? It's what God has done for me that keeps me going. Because I know if you bring me through those situations, there's nothing you can't bring me through. So once you, you know what I'm saying? You once you adopt a strong spiritual foundation, you become unbreakable. You know what I'm saying? I can walk in rooms and have and be the brokest person in there. I can have a dollar to my name. You would never know it because I probably am the richest person in spirit because I know that God is going to look out. You know what I mean? There's not, I don't, I don't really fumble anymore. Like if, if a situation comes, it might be hard. Yeah, I may cry a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But you would never see me fumbling. You would never see me like folding under pressure. You would, you would never see that because I have been spots where I was very, very low and no one knew that. No one, not even my own family. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't tell them because they would just be like, come home. So my yeah. my, my my God is my motivator. <laughs> that's just is what it is. That's so that's perfect. That's perfect. Nothing more, nothing less needed. Drop Mike on that. Um and I think that um what you said is so what you said about um, you know, you may be the brokest person in the room, but you're so rich in spirit. Um you feel that it's oh. there's there's no hiding that right like your spirit comes through the screen it comes through everything that you do and um i'm incredibly inspired by you um, oh like, i'm inspired by you too girl you be pumping these interviews you be pumping them <laughs> But because I feel like it's my purpose, right? It's 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 in yeah. me to be able to be the conduit for, of conversation, so that someone listening, either on this live or on the replay, is just like, wow, look at look at where she's at, right? Shy's gone through all of these things, and she has she's here, she's there, right? And so there are people that are that may have never stumbled upon your platform without having this conversation, you know, without us having this conversation. And so you guys be sure to follow Shy on all her, um, on all her social media handles. I'm going to give you opportunity right now to drop 
how can we support you? What was what do we have going on? What's coming up next? Share all of it, all of it, all of it. Well, you guys can follow me on Shy Setso on YouTube, Twitter. I need to talk more on Twitter, but Instagram, Facebook. Well, I'm Shinika Taylor on Facebook. We be going in on Facebook, yo. And I'm maxed out, but y'all can still follow me. You know, <laughs> Facebook be having that stupid five thousand friend thing. I'm maxed out, but y'all can still follow me on there. Um, I have a couple of things um coming up prayerfully. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna claim it already. Did a couple mm-hmm. of auditions um that I think you guys will be very proud of. Uh but yeah, that's that's it. And you know, I just want to leave off with this, this because a lot of times people they can look at the don't get blinded by the lights, don't get blinded by the hype. You know what I'm saying? Do you and do it well. And it's okay if you don't have a hundred thousand people clapping your name. And it's okay if you don't got the biggest company behind you. And it, it's okay if you you start from ground zero because I'm telling you, when God calls your name, nobody can shut that door. It's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, that's that's just that's just the biggest thing about this whole thing. It's your purpose and it's how you want your journey to look like. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And don't let nobody tell you that you are less than because it doesn't look like someone else's. You are the first you, you are the only you, and that's what's beautiful about you. So just keep that in mind and and, and you'll you'll forever be winning. Forever a lot of mind you, a lot of these people is miserable anyway. Yeah, I mean, keep it real. A lot of people are miserable. So sometimes you guys be mirroring and you're coveting and you're envying negativity or you're envying people who aren't even happy with themselves. That's nothing to envy. You know what I'm saying? So just find your purpose and and, and follow it and and do it and do your very best. And I assure you, you'll you'll be a happy person. Listen. And on that, you know, I typically I typically end the session with saying that I'm the amateur expert. I know a little about a little bit about a lot and ask you to share something with me. But you you just you anticipated the question. You knew that I was coming. So we just <laughs> chopping. We align, sis. Sis, we align. <laughs> Listen, I am I swear to you, I'm so thankful that our paths have crossed. We're in the same oh. state. We're we I I feel that we're going to be collaborating more on, on different projects. And I really no, in my heart of heart of heart am incredibly inspired by you. And I pray that this year is the best year ever that God blows your mind. And I can't wait to see how he does it because I, I already feel that it's happening. So girl was well, you here too. If you need me for anything, I'm going to, before you roll out, I'm going to give you your roses um, because, I, you know, you share your story with me and I know it's not been easy for you. Um, you know what I'm saying? I can relate to you on relationship level, on a relationship wise. That's that's a lot. It's it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you hang in there. You're a beautiful woman. Um, you deserve it all. You have a nice heart, a nice spirit. So just know that you've already won. You, you've already won. Trust me, you and your character and your personality alone, you've already won. So you might as well just go ahead and walk in your purpose and just claim your victory. You've already won. And you know if you need me for anything, I got you. And I'll just see you at the top. That just is what it is. I love it. I and love five it. From now, when we own our private jet. Listen, sis. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Y'all be sure to follow my good sis, Shy. Support her. She's doing amazing work. And this is it. Also, let's be still. Let's be, let's, let's, let's take a second and smile for the camera so we have a cute screenshot. Perfect. All right. Okay, now. Hold on. You teaching me something new. Hold on. Yes.
yes, girl. This is what we got to do. Because you know when you do the episode, right? You go back at the end to find a spot and every, the mouth's open. You crook every... Girl. There and my mouth, be, my mouth be looking crazy. <laughs> so you, you, you really teaching me. You just put me on game. At the very end, just be still, smile for a couple seconds, and you got yourself a screenshot right there. Hey. All right. All right, friends. Well, we will see you next week. Don't forget this episode was sponsored by Affirms Armor. 10% off all May. The uh, discount code is May143. And we will see you next week. Be good to yourself and be good to others. Gang, gang. See y'all. Bye.